Tis the month of St. Patty's Day, and here's a random related fact. Did you know that the odds of finding a lucky four-leaf clover are 1 in 10,000? I'd say that's pretty difficult. Fortunately, if you're a business owner or hiring manager, you don't need luck to find top talent for your team. You need ZipRecruiter, and right now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. You don't need a leprechaun when ZipRecruiter's brilliant technology is going to walk you right to that pot of gold of top talent. As soon as you post your job, ZipRecruiter powerful technology starts showing you the best qualified candidates for it. Aren't you just a wee bit curious to see how ZipRecruiter can help you? Well, today's your lucky day because you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Once again, just go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. The great Sir Elton John for years and years was worried about another singer accusing him of stealing from his song. And you will not believe who that singer was. We always have an odd one in the crowd. So it's kind of odd. Decidedly odd. Doesn't that strike you as a little bit odd? No, it doesn't strike me as a little bit odd. It's the Bob and Sherry Oddcast. The stuff we wouldn't, couldn't, or shouldn't do on the regular show. Now, here's the Oddcast. All right. Thank you, Max. And Max and I are going to do the Oddcast today. He's going to be uh, handling uh, all of the uh, music that we're going to present to you with a very unusual sort of theme. The theme is, did the artist steal from another artist? Or it could be plural. Did a group steal from another group to create a totally different song and never admit that that's where they got it? And, of course, this sort of thing is in the news right now because the great Ed Sheeran has been accused of stealing from Marvin Gaye, another great. The two songs were Marvin's Let's Get It On and Ed Sheeran's Thinking Out Loud. Ed Sheeran has been in court, and he adamantly denies any kind of thievery. And we were on the regular show talking about it not long ago, so... Max is going to play a mashup to this, I believe, and then we'll discuss it. And then we're going to go back in rock and roll history and look at a few other songs that really wore lips. The guy that did this is Rick Beto, and he took the songs and made them the same key. And then uh, he put this together. Let's take a listen. Baby, my Well, I think how we felt, as I recall, when we uh, did this on the show the other day, uh, it was not a steal. It's very similar as far as the pacing of the music goes, but the actual what they call a melody line, the notes of the melody of the song, are not exactly the same. Uh, The guy that put that together, he played the different chords. They're two different songs. They sound similar there because he has made them the same key and it has the same rhythm. But, right. but, and there's a similarity, but they're really, the melodies are different. The melodies are different. Okay. 
So let's step back right now and go way back to, well, not that far back, but the late 1950s and the early 1960s. Chuck Berry has been referred to as the father of rock and roll. And I think if you combine Chuck with Little Richard, you know, you, it, it seems right. Two different styles, but certainly they changed music. And in his movie, uh, the, uh, which was a celebration of his 60th birthday, Hail, Hail, Rock and Roll, um, he speaks in interviews about some of the more shocking things that happened to him when he was a young man musically. He said he recorded a song, forget which one it was, but it was one of his big new songs, and it became a big hit. And he looked at the, it was a 45, you know, vinyl. He looked at the label and he said, I saw my name and then I saw another man's name. And that other man had nothing to do with that song. And that, of course, was somebody who was producing and promoting the song and decided to put his name on it and, and take 50% of the royalties because he was getting the song played. That happened to a lot of artists. Many of them were African-Americans. So we're going to play a song called Sweet Little Sixteen, and then we're going to play a song by the great Beach Boys called Surfing USA. Max is going to play one, the one by Chuck, the one by the Beach Boys, written by Brian Wilson and I think Mike Love, and then we'll mash them together. Take it away, Max. Sweet Little Sixteen She's got the grown-up blue Tight dresses and lipstick She's sporting high heel shoes. Oh, but tomorrow morning, she'll have to change her train and be sweet 16 and back in class again. Okay, so there's uh, Sweet Little 16, one of the golden songs by Chuck Berry. Here are the Beach Boys and Surfing USA. Surfing USA. We'll all be planning out a route. We're gonna take real soon. We're waxing down our surfboard We can't wait for June We'll all be gone for the summer We're on safari to stay Tell the teacher we're serving Serving USA And now Max has, I think, the mix-up between the two of them. Sweet little 16 She's got the grown-up blue Tight dresses and lipstick She's sporting high heel shoes. Oh, but tomorrow morning, she'll have to change her train. And be surfing, surfing USA. We'll all be planning out a route. We're gonna take real soon. So, what do you think, We're folks? I the think, judge, I think the judge said steal. that. Was, the judge said it was a steal. It was absolutely a steal. And if you look on the vinyl of that song, the author is, the composer is Chuck Berry. There was no doubt about it. Brian Wilson is a genius and went on to write fantastic songs. I mean, hell, he was a teenager during that period and it was just getting his chops. But Chuck got the money and got the money all his life. And when he bumped into Mike Love, the uh, lead singer for the Beach Boys, one of them, Chuck turned to him and he said, I liked what you did with 16, smiled and walked away. And the rest of his life got the royalties for that, as he should have. We're going to take a little break. We'll be right back. 
one of the most important musicians of all time, ended up in court, and it didn't go well for him. Next. Well, welcome back to the Oddcast, and we're talking about how some musicians, whether they realize it or not, borrow from other songs and, and what happens in those situations. This was one of the more famous um, instances of this sort of thing. It ended up in court, and it had to do with one of the greatest pop writers, rock writers of uh, certainly my generation, George Harrison of the Beatles. George couldn't get any of his, couldn't get many of his songs on Beatle albums because McCartney and Lennon were just, you know, writing so much stuff. When they finally broke up, he had so many songs ready to go. And his first number one song was this one. All right, so there's George Harrison's My Sweet Lord. People loved it. But somebody from the Brill Building said, that's my song. It's just a way different example of the notes. Okay, and what does it sound mixed together? Those two songs, by the way, the chiffons were the singers. Those two songs are so different in basic sound. But when it went to court, the experts and the judge said, that was a lift, George. And the judge was kind to Harrison, um, obviously a fan probably, <coughs> and said, in my opinion, in the court's opinion, it was not a conscious lift. It was something that was in the air. The song was in the air, and he just absorbed it and then created a different song, basically with the same notes. We're going to move along now to um, one that you probably when I, let's go to the uh, let's go to the Rolling Stones. This is this is really um, an unusual situation here, and there's quite a story behind this. Um, can can we play the riff first uh, before we play either one of the songs? This, there it is. So the name of the song is The Last Time, and I always loved that riff. I always thought it was Keith Richards playing it, but it wasn't. I found out recently it was Brian Jones. The late Brian Jones uh, came up with that. If you look on the record label, um, you will see that the writers are Jagger Richards, Mick Jagger and, uh, and Keith Richards. They had just begun 
to write their own songs. For most of their early careers, they were covering blues songs, as <laughs> Paul McCartney so controversially uh, pointed out not long ago. But then they started writing their own songs. This was just at that point. Well, um, maybe they didn't write that song. Maybe that song came from another group. And that group was the Staples Singers, who were three young ladies and their father, Pops Staple. They sang a lot of spiritual songs, and eventually they, they did R&B. They did a song called The Last Time, and here's what it sounds like. This may be my last time, this may be my last time, children. This may, this may be my last time, may be my last time, I don't know. All right, there's the staple singers. Here are the Rolling Stones. So there it is. That's uh, the rest of the song. It does not sound like the Staple Singers. What do you think, Max? You're, you're encountering this for the first time. Um, I actually I have heard this before. You have. I, 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 I said the thing is not only melody, but lyrically. Lyrics. Lyrics. I, I'm sorry. It sounds like it's almost a cover. Of the song. It does. I think you're exactly right. And so what, what became of that? Did they have to take their name off and put Pop Staples' name on? They didn't. The Staples singers did not fight them. There was evidently a conversation, from what I've read, about that. And the Rolling Stones, to this day, are credited with that song. What did they do for the Staples singers? Way back then, when the Stones were packing, and they still are, and by the way, I love the Rolling Stones. They've always been my favorite group. I'm not busting on them here. Um, way back then, they said, they were filling auditoriums. They said, we'd like you to uh, open for us. And that was the deal they cut. The Staples Singers uh, got to open for the Rolling Stones and were paid $500. And that was it. One shot. That's a bit hard. That's a bit hard to swallow when you just think of it that way. So um, again, I love the Rolling Stones, and they've written some wonderful, wonderful pieces of music over the years. So now we're going to move along to uh, again Marvin Gaye, and this time Robin Thicke. Marvin Gaye and Robin Thicke. You may have remembered this one. This this was in the courts and got a lot of attention. Okay, there's Robin Thicke. Here is Marvin Gaye's. Got to give it up. I 
Well, let's do the mashup between the two. Okay. I still don't think this is a steal. I think it I don't, sounds I don't similar, but yeah. I don't think that this is plagiarized. I know and you that know, they, they, they lost this in court. Yes, yes, they did. They lost $6 million to the estate of Marvin Gaye, and I agree with you completely. It, it has that same feel, the same rhythm to it, but the notes of the melody line are different in those two songs. I thought Robin Thicke really got shafted uh, in, in that particular instance, you you can't take a style of music and say, I've been copied. You, I really just think you could only take the actual melody of the song. Because, you know, if that were the case, how many people would have to pay Chuck Berry's estate? The people, the, the Stones and Bob Seger and all of these people that played Chuck Berry's styled music for a while but wrote different songs. It seemed unfair to me. And we now go... <laughs> I think this is my favorite story. Um, who doesn't love Elton John? Everybody loves Elton John, right? One of uh, the stranger songs that Elton did was the Crocodile Rock. The lyrics were written again by Bernie Taupin, his longtime lyricist. And I don't know if Bernie put this part in or if Elton just riffed. I think Elton just riffed. But listen to this particular part of Crocodile Rock. right there and now ladies and gentlemen and i think there's only a handful of people listening to this podcast right now that would know this song the song is by pat boone and people conjure up certain images of pat boone and it's always white bread white milk the guy who stole songs from african-american artists well plenty of white artists did back in that era pat boone was a heartthrob he was uh, he had his own TV show when he was just barely out of college on uh, I think it was NBC and he was so big Elvis opened for him in the early years he had millions and millions of sales love letters in the sand which is his signature song sold five million copies so we just heard Elton John's little riff there with the crocodile rock Pat Boone agreed to do a song that could not be released today. It's kind of racist. It was called Speedy Gonzalez. And here is, keep in mind the, the la 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 thing from Crocodile Rock. Years earlier, Pat Boone had this number one song. <laughs> Put the two of them together. All right. 
you, I'd never heard this before. You do hear it. You hear it. You better come home, Speedy Gonzales, away from Tannery Road. It's it's a lift. It is. It is. It totally is. So let me let me close out by reading from this article here. Pat Boone has 70 years in show business under his belt. He is 88 years old. And um, it turns out Pat had something specific he wanted to discuss with Elton John. And this is the quote. I said, Sir Elton, I have a little bone to pick with you, Boone said with an interview. Sir Elton looked at me with a guilty grin, and he said, you know, um, I, I lifted something from you. He said, was it Speedy Gonzalez? And he said, yes, I used it in Crocodile Rock. I thought you were going to sue me. <laughs> Pat Boone said, sue you? You know, we performers are thrilled when somebody likes something, and I was honored by it. I was completely honored by it. And then he said this, and I I really have to give Elton John credit because he's a pretty cool guy. He said, I had all your records when I was a kid in England. I had Love Letters in the Sand, April Love. I love those songs. But when I heard Speedy Gonzalez, I knew I was going to have to use that la, 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 la. And they, uh, they are friends. So I think that's a sweet way to end up all of this. Everybody ended up millionaires, so we can't feel uh, too badly for for anybody. Max, you did a great job, and thanks to Doc Doc. for pulling uh, all those things together. Thanks for uh, producing it. This is the Bob and Sherry Oddcast. Thanks for being with us. Go to BobandSherry.com for all things Bob and Sherry, and take care. Hey, thank you so much for listening to the Bob and Sherry Podcast and the Bob and Sherry Oddcast. We would love if you would subscribe, rate and review, and share it with a friend on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, wherever you go. And thank you again for listening. Tis the month of St. Patty's Day, and here's a random related fact. Did you know that the odds of finding a lucky four-leaf clover are 1 in 10,000? I'd say that's pretty difficult. Fortunately, if you're a business owner or hiring manager, you don't need luck to find top talent for your team. You need ZipRecruiter, and right now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. You don't need a leprechaun when ZipRecruiter's brilliant technology is going to walk you right to that pot of gold of top talent. As soon as you post your job, ZipRecruiter powerful technology starts showing you the best qualified candidates for it. Aren't you just a wee bit curious to see how ZipRecruiter can help you? Well, today's your lucky day because you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Once again, just go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire.